Hello guys, how's it going and welcome to the next episode of the Evolve Fitness Podcast. We've had a little bit of a recess, um, my whole family's been sick, my wife has been sick, my son's been sick, my in-laws have been sick, so I've been doing um, a bit of bit of nurse work, uh, I think I did alright, but we're, we're back now, most of you will know that um, my wife is uh, due our second baby really soon, so we've got a lot going on at the minute, but I wanted to get another podcast out. It's been great that people have been saying, where's the next podcast, where's the next podcast? And listen, I've got heaps of ideas, what I want to talk about and things that are going to help you through your health, fitness, life, whatever. Apologies for the uh, bit of hiatus um, a couple of weeks, but we've, we've got, we're back with a new one. And this episode is about how best to spend £1,500. Now, it sounds like a bit of a weird title. I'm sure you can uh, appreciate that it's an analogy uh, <laughs> for something and it's an, an analogy that I'm going to use and explain it in a couple of different ways to um, talk about nutrition um, and things like that. So we're just going to get straight in and th- I've kind of thought about this recently because a lot of people I've noticed uh, have been talking about, you know, they've been set a calorie target um in a range to help them with their fat loss and people are struggling with it in terms of there's different reasons people struggle with it people say oh, I can't hit that number that number's too high or or uh, I go way over that number or um, I don't know how to get my protein into that and, and it's one of these things that it's, it's confusing people and uh, I just want to kind of use a bit of an analogy or a couple of analogies within uh, this to see if we can explain this a little bit better and see if you can get the most out of your diet and the most out of your nutritional requirements, especially when it comes to being part uh, of a restrictive process with your food in terms of uh, your, your calorie intake and how you can get the most out of that. Okay, so I just want to set the scene. So look, I'm your financial advisor. Okay, this is going to be a bit of a weird kind of thing, but I'm your financial advisor. Okay, and every single day for a week, I'm going to give you fifteen hundred pounds. Not going to give you any more. Not going to give you any less. But every day, I'm going to give you fifteen hundred pounds, and you're going to spend that on clothes. You're a shopaholic. You love spending money on clothes, and every single day, I'm going to give you fifteen hundred pounds to spend on clothes. Okay. Now, there's a couple of things that you could you can do here. Let's say there's a jacket you really like. It's a fancy jacket. It's, you know, a bit, you know, the price is silly, but it's buying on £1,500, okay? Day one, you're going to go and you're going to buy that jacket, £1,500. You've got nothing left to spend. All you got for that was a jacket. Day two, I'm going to break this into days. Day two, you know, you bought the jacket day one. Day two, you're back to the shop, you're shopping about you get loads more bits. You end up with like, you know, I mean, think of the amount of clothes you could buy for £1,500. You could buy loads, buy loads of clothes. You come back, you've got jumpers, you've got sweaters, you've got socks, you've got underwear, you've got coats, you've got, you know, shoes, you've got loads of stuff for, for £1,500. But you came buying in, buying on target, £1,500. Okay? Day two, Tuesday, £1,500, nailed it, and you got about, let's say you got 50 items for, for £1,500. Now, you still spend fifteen hundred pounds on two days. Day one, you managed to get a jacket for fifteen hundred quid. Day two, you got forty nine other pieces of clothing, but still for the same value. Now let's bring this back to the nutrition side for a second. When it comes to your diet and nutrition, there's a couple of things you can do. You can blow it all in one go. You can fuck it all into one meal if you want. 
but you're going to have to realize that that's going to have used up your entire budget for the day. Let's say you're, you're working with a PT, you're working with me, and I've worked out that 1,500 calories a day is going to be the ideal calorie uh, in, uh, intake for you per day, aligned with your training, etc., all the rest of it, to, make sure, to, to ensure that you lose that body fat that you want. You've got a choice to make. Day one, you can mess it all up in one meal. Let's say you go for a takeaway. Let's say you go for a pizza and, and a couple of drinks. That whole thing, 1,500 quid. Or 1500 calories so technically that day you can't actually eat anything else now in terms of a dieting process that's probably not a very sensible tactic to undertake all of the time please note the all of the time bit in this because there's going to be times where this is going to happen but we'll get to that in a minute now day two you still got your back to the start again you've got 1500 calories 1500 calories to use and you use them more conservatively you have heaps of food in your plate because you're making better choices you are uh, selecting um, lower calorie more nutrient dense options you're prioritizing your protein you're drinking your water which has got no calories but it's helping to fill you up um, you're getting more for your money when you when you prioritize days where you are thinking about packing that plate full of veggies packing that plate full of good fiber packing that plate full of high quality protein you're going to be able to create big portions you're going to be able to create really healthy nutrient dense uh, meals that are going to serve your body really well and get that it's not the, it's not the food that gets the fat burning process going but you've you've, you've given yourself um, enough energy that meets requirements for you to fuel your exercise okay which is really really important and you're going to feel fuller for longer you know the day that you ate the the takeaway and the wine for 1500 calories i bet you you were starving other parts of the day okay now Let's go back to the uh, to the financial advisor bit of this, all right? So let's say you've been looking, we're on Wednesday now, by the way. So let's say you've been looking and you see um, a handbag. So let's say on the Monday you saw a handbag that you wanted to buy, but the handbag cost £2,000. Okay, it cost £2,000. Now, there's a couple of things you can do here. Remember, I've only given you 1500 quid. I'm, I'm not giving you any more, I'm not giving you any less, all right? So... What could you do that day? So, you know, look, I want to buy this handbag, but it's Wednesday. I've only got £1,500. It's a bit of a pain. So you could do a couple of things here. You could do the really unsensible thing and spend no money that day and save the whole £1,500 to the next day and receive the next 1500 quid and take 500 out of that so you've got the money Okay, you've got the money to buy the bag and you've got a little bit left over. Now, that's not a very sensible option because it means you're not going to buy anything that day. A more proper or conservative option would be, listen, I know I've got uh, this handbag I really want. I really want this handbag. £2,000. Okay, why don't I put a little bit aside a day of my £1,500 target um, up to that point and I'll be able to afford the handbag eventually. All right, so you could decide how much you want to save each day. So, you know, £2,000, you could take it really slow and you could be like, well, I'll save, uh, I'll save £200 a day. I'll save £200 a day and then in 10 days, I can afford that handbag. You can be really strict that way. Or you could go a bit further. So it's like, like I want the handbag sooner. So I could save £500 a day for four days and I'll be able to afford it by the, by the weekend, you know. Bringing this back to the food analogy again, the first option that we talked about, saving it all up for the next day not very sensible because you're going to crash you know i hear people do this all the time well i didn't eat because i know i've got a big night out the next the, the weekend so you know fuck that I, I really want to enjoy myself i'm going to splurge so i'm not going to eat for one day and then i'm going to save all my calories for the next day 
okay, I get you want to blow out, but, you know, come on, you have to eat and you have to survive and all that kind of stuff. You know, if you know you've got a night at the weekend and you're like, like, I want to save up some calories for the weekend, there's absolutely no problem with having a conservative amount of hold every single day of that week. So let's say your night out's on the Saturday and you are wanting to save, uh, let's say, 300 calories a day or 200 calories a day, let's say, for five days, that gives you an extra 1,000 calories to, to work with you know, by the weekend. And that's brilliant. That's a really good way to do it. And there's no problem in doing that. Or there's no problem in doing that at all. But if you're going to be slightly restricting yourself each day because you know you've got something big at the weekend, you need to still get a lot for that, for that remaining uh, calorie amount that you're allowing yourself. So, for example, if you are on, a, on 1,500 calories and you want to save 200 calories a day up until the weekend, you've only got 1,300 to work with that day. Uh, so you need to make sure you're still fueling yourself properly. Again, prioritizing protein, making really nutrient dense choices, even more nutrient dense choices for, for less calories. You can still pack your plate out for 1300 calories. You know, I'm not saying that necessarily that is a really healthy thing to do all the time. In fact, I'm saying that it's not. But if you know you've got something coming up, that's really a good way, a good tactic to use to uh, to ensure that you've got enough calories and you're still staying in your deficit, you're still hitting your results, you're still killing it up until the weekend. Now, the bit with this requires some pre-planning, okay? So you need to make sure that if you've got an event coming up the weekend, you've got it planned in advance. People struggle with this whenever things pop up last minute. It's like, oh, listen, do you want to go out tonight? Ah, yeah, fuck it, let's go. And you end up just binging, 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 and you overconsume, overconsume, overconsume. And you end up way over, maybe you've done really well all week, and you end up way over your target, and it ends up putting you in a bad mood, you feel rubbish for it, and ultimately the results won't come. So it's one of these things that you have to be really careful with. Now let's go back to me being your financial advisor, but look, I'm going to be a wee bit flexible this time. So what I'm going to do is, I'm your financial advisor, I'm still going to give you £1,500 every day. But I'm gonna allow you to go into the uh, into the red if you need it. Okay, so I'm, let, I'm gonna let you go into the red up to the value of two hundred pounds any day you want. Okay. Now let's say you go out and you're you know you're shopping, you're doing your thing, right? And you think, look, I've I'm, I've spent my fifteen hundred quid, but like there's this pair of shoes I want. It's two hundred pounds, and it's the last pair in the shop. I'm gonna get them today. I'm gonna get them today. Okay, fine. So you go, you you phone me up, say, listen, financial advisor, um. I'm going into my overdraft here. Uh, I'm 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 going to use you up for your two hundred pounds, and um, I'm I'm going to buy these shoes. And I say right, look, it's your choice. That's fine. You, you take that. So you go and you buy your shoes. All happy, but you're going to owe me that two hundred pounds back at some point. You're going to owe it back within that week. So what do you do? Well, a couple of things you can do really. You can either decide, look, next day I'm going to just drop down to thirteen hundred pounds. I'm going to take my fifteen hundred, give you two hundred back. Um, you can do that. Or you could be like, listen, I still want to spend, so um, I'm going to just give you back uh, a little bit. Um, just going to give you fifty pounds, fifty pounds a day over the next four days uh, back. So I've I've still got fourteen fifty uh, to play with every day. Um, listen, I don't mind as long as by the end of the week you've got your you've got your debt paid. Now, when it comes to the nutrition side of things, this happens. Okay, so listen, life gets in the way. Sometimes we overshoot our calories. Now, you know this is where the level of pickiness needs to come in, and and to be honest. If we don't want to argue to this to the to the 10 calories but if you're getting to the point where uh, you're creeping over your calories by 100 200 well kind of between two to 500 a day or two anything over 200 a day um you are uh, probably going to be uh, negating your results in some way and ultimately you have to pay that debt back so to the strictest of terms whenever we're if we're talking about really strict calorie counting and tracking okay so 
you can do what, exactly what I just said. You just use the analogy. You can uh, pay it back by reducing your calorie intake uh, for a couple of days over the next few days. Or what you could do is, listen, you can get a couple of extra training sessions and work a bit harder, stay in the gym a little bit longer. Maybe think, look, oh, right, I've got these sessions I've plugged in and I've got my walks and my steps planned in. But you know what? I'm going to see if I can move a bit more. I'm going to schedule another couple of walks in and get that paid off. All right. Now, I know, can understand I'm, I'm doing this whole podcast in the form of an analogy. I can maybe sound a bit weird. Uh, it sounds really strict but i'm trying to prove a point that we cannot we cannot forget about calories it's impossible you know when we talk about losing weight it's about calories in versus calories out and no matter how much you maybe want to um kind of fight that or push back against that i'm sorry but there's nothing else to it <laughs> uh, than that it's all about the energy balance and energy and energy and i know i'm doing this in really strict terms uh but it has to. There is, there, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's some strictness required. Um, whenever you, whenever you do this, and you know, I'm using this analogy of 1,500 calories. 1,500 calories for a fat loss mission is still plenty of calories. You know, if your choices that you're making are wholesome, whole foods you're thinking about. You're thinking about your fruit, your veggies, your great quality protein sources. You're thinking about reducing the amount of processed food that you eat in terms of like cakes, buns, sweets, chocolate crisps, uh, fizzy drinks, alcohol. If you're if you're reducing these in your diet regularly, you know, 1,500 calories is, is loads. You're going to be able to get loads from that and reinventing your plate. I've talked about this in the podcast before. I'm not going to repeat myself on that, but uh, go back and listen to it if you, if, you, if you want to find out a bit more. But making better choices, making choices um, that are, are going to ensure that you get vast quantities of food for your money and you think about it you know you're going out and spend that 1500 pounds every day you know more times than not you're going to want as much as possible for that people want lots of shit right so if you were someone who was into shopping 1500 pounds a day flip me you go mad right but every so often you're going to be like yeah okay look there's this handbag i'm gonna i'm gonna get that it's 1500 quid that's not going to come up all the time if you find that all the time you're like going for the handbag, going for the handbag, going for the handbag, you're going for the takeaway, the takeaway, the takeaway, and that's happening every night. You're spending your you're spending your 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 uh, calories on one blowout every single day. You're going to end up tired, hungry, pissed off, and you're going to overconsume. All right, you're going to dip into the, you're going to dip into the red. Uh, you're going you're going to um, shoot over your calories because ultimately you need more food you know you know you need more food than one portion and one of the things that i talk to my clients about and people who, who speak say oh like i i was still hungry after that i was still hungry after my uh, my calories but when you go back and look at what they consumed you know the quality of what they did what they consumed was really poor uh, and they could have got a lot more for their for their money for their calories by going elsewhere so for example using this example before with one of my clients and i talked about I actually did a post on it on facebook but if i was to compare um uh, 100 calories uh, in two different foods so for example you know these mini eggs that are ripe right if i get about six mini eggs in my hand six of these tiny little eggs that's 100 calories that's 100 calories in there whereas i could eat and you know we can we can probably agree that six mini eggs is not a lot of food but i can probably we could probably all agree that um i could eat a fairly decent sized banana for 100 calories or an apple or a couple of apples do you know what i mean so the volume of that food um that you get from the nutrient dense source like uh, the, the the fruit is greater than um than, than the mini eggs okay and our satiety how satisfied we are with with our food and how how full we are comes from volume and if we can get more volume for less spend that's better for us and that's going to be packed full of nutrients packed full of goodness and you can rest assured that you're going to be able to eat far more food you know i i, I love food right? i i love eating food i love talking to my clients about food we talk about food I'm pretty sure there's not a session that I don't do in a week where I don't speak about food. I'm always talking about it and how people can get better at it and everything. 
it's one of these things where I want people to be able to consume as much brilliant food as possible and when you go for choices which spend all your spend all your money in one go spend all your calories in one go when you uh when you negate yourself or, or uh, starve yourself of great quality nutrition when you starve yourself of great quality protein when you starve yourself of, of uh, adequate hydration the quality of what you get and what you get for your money and what you get for your spend is really crap and it's really small right if you consider for example um a mcdonald's meal right it's it's a Big Mac. I'm gonna Google right on the spot here. We're gonna Google. I'm gonna Google what this is because I don't know off the top of my head. So let me just put this down here. So we're gonna just Google calories in a Big Mac and uh, Big Mac meal. I mean, some of you guys watching this might know. And this is where you know we're gonna do a separate podcast in uh, the next couple of weeks about tracking and tracking food. It's one of these things. It's a hot topic, uh, but many people get a bit freaked out by it. Um, because they think it's like um, addictive or bad for you. But at the end of the day, if you don't know what's going in your food, um, that's not good. I mean, people get addictive and people um, you know, focus on how much money is in their bank, how many Instagram followers they have, how many Facebook followers they have, um, how many friends they have, um, how much money is in their purse, how many clothes they have, how many pairs of shoes they have. You know, to me, that's probably more obsessive than learning about how many calories and how much uh, protein and stuff is in uh, food. You know, so tracking for a little while is a really good tactic. But we're gonna we're gonna get to that in another podcast. I'm just gonna quickly Google this. In. So how many calories are in a big Mac? Shocking amount of <laughs> Livestrong.com. The shocking amount of calories in McDonald's Big Mac meal. Right, let's tell you right in the spot here. Um. Let's see, calories in a Big Mac burger. Calories in a Big Mac made with fries. Okay, right, so here we go. Now, this is a, an American website, so it might be a bit, bit different, but we're going to just go with this. Um, right. Um, it's been really slow, how to tell me. Okay, so this is, um, let me just uh, say. So this is the typical Big Mac made, which comes with a Big Mac burger, a medium order of fries, and a medium soft drink. Totals about 1,100 calories. Now, if you were to go like large or anything you get a large drink um it, it'll go up again right so it, you could be closer to the 1300 1400 calorie mark right so if i'm giving you 1500 calories a day and you consume uh, this big mac meal let's and it, it comes to 1100 calories and uh, you've only got 400 calories left to to work with um which is not great because you're probably only going to get a couple of bits of fruit out of that or a breakfast, right? And in terms of food volume, a Big Mac meal and a, and a breakfast uh, or a couple of bits of fruit or whatever you're going to have, it's not a lot of food when for 1,500 calories you could have had a heap more. So I hope that um, you know that, that point comes across. And listen, I'm not going to make this a long podcast. I'm going to leave it there. But um, I hope you enjoyed that one. I just wanted to get that kind of nugget out there because I've been thinking about it for a while and, and if that helps you think about um, calories in terms of, of money and you know a lot of people use um, money um, as a as an example for um, for talking about calories and stuff but sometimes I don't think they do it that well or they confuse the confuse the process so listen I hope that really helps you so uh, listen there's going to be some more podcasts coming really soon if there's a bit of a break and then please understand that I'm having a baby that's really important too so that's going to be um, hopefully not hindering what we do because I want to get a few more out there I've got some more interesting topics and some guests coming as well so that's really exciting we've got those uh, kind of got um, three people confirmed just got to get the dates and diary it's been a bit tough since uh, the baby stuff but uh, we'll, we'll be back soon on that so uh, listen all I can say is thanks very much for listening to this podcast uh, you 
would be making my life amazing if you could share this with your friends and family especially this one because i think this is really important so if you share it on instagram share it on facebook whatever you want that'd be great um if you're in the edinburgh area and you're interested in getting in touch about working with us um, you can uh, by searching Evolve Personal Training on Facebook. Also search my name, Philip McWilliams, and add me as a friend. That's absolutely fine. And you can join us at uh, Evolve Outdoor Fitness as well. It'd be uh, awesome when we run our outdoor fitness program where we train over 50 women a week outdoors in Edinburgh, which is unbelievable. And if you want to work with me online, you can. You can join the Evolve uh, Fitness, uh, the Evolve Academy which is my 12-week online coaching program for women, uh, where we try to get you to lose between one and two stone in 12 weeks. So, listen, guys, that's all I'm going to say for this one. Thank you very much for joining this uh, latest episode of the Evolve Fitness Podcast, and we'll see you on the next one.